Welcome, 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 welcome to episode 21 of Broke is a State of Mind. We out here in these streets, 21 episodes in, and finally, finally, finally bought a mic that actually works for me, one that's actually good. I purchased it today for 15 bucks. I finally invested in a good mic, and it's working amazing. Y'all hear me clear now? A friend of mine told me she couldn't hear me, so I took a break from podcasting, um... I take a break from everything in life once I get reviews on it because you're not the same person anymore. You have to, you know, start and readjust and take your reviews into consideration and understand that not all criticism is bad criticism. Some people are criticizing out of love and it could help you grow as a person and help your brand grow because if she couldn't hear me, I'm pretty sure there were other people that couldn't hear me. Back in December, I bought a microphone and it didn't work. Finally got a good one and I think I'm ready to get this going. Um, Working on some travel classes. I've been putting together like the basics of the airport and the basics of traveling visa processes, um, expat living, um, traveling on budgets and different types of budgets and actually just starting, just getting there. I did a... Um, I did an interview on Instagram with uh, K Hodge Creatives. Shout out to K Hodge. Really appreciated that. Much love and gratitude there. I wrote a new book. Before I die, I thought you should know out of all the ways to be in this world, why be anything less than great? So, yeah, recently published that. I've been. I did some traveling. I haven't done much because of this whole virus scare. And this whole virus scare thing is just really weird to me because if we create an immune system and a mindset that gets us to where you want to be in life, why do we continue to focus on things we fear? Yeah, the virus exists. Yes, this pandemic happened. Yeah, what is going on with you, mouth? Yes, this pandemic (laughs) happened. Yes, we know. Um that things are going to happen in our life that are out of our control and it's up to us if we take preventative measures um we invest into the scam of insurance companies every day but nobody is questioning that we got over that quick i really 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 wish that we would start observing things and try to understand um what it is that we're exactly accepting i recently had the thought What makes somebody great? What makes somebody a philosopher? What makes somebody the greatest of their time? Because these people that we call great and philosopher, these philosophers, these books that we read, it only tell us a small smidget of the person that we're researching and reading about. It doesn't give us a full clue. Like in maybe 20, 40 years from now, Donald Trump will be discussed as a great guy because excuse me um maybe i'm wrong because i belched because of that (laughs) donald trump would be discussed as a great guy because so many people are rooting for him and um racism is really fed you know like if you feed a virus it will grow for instance if you have cancer in your body and you continue to eat processed foods and meat and you go about your day drinking alcohol and continuing to just feed this virus that is in your body this disease it will continue to grow it will spread and it will outnumber your positives in your body and it will actually consume you and you will become it that's how viruses work 
So if we stop feeding it and if we focus on solutions, yes, racism exists, so we say, but does it exist because in our experience, we've been taught to be victims instead of empowered individuals? We haven't really had a time where the masses was like i'm not going with what they say is okay i'm not choosing these two presidents because they're both trash get me something else or we can't do this we haven't had a time where people was like this illegal man scratch that and all the countries in the world got together like yeah they said it was illegal but me as a citizen that just don't sit well with me because culturally for me that's healthy and you're calling it illegal because you see it as 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 a negative if everything in life was based on somebody else seeing it as a negative or a positive you would never find your own negative and positives you'd always be counting on somebody else's experience to expose truth to you so yeah um i've been really watching america i'm here in cambodia i've been watching america and i've been watching the protests and it looks really 1910-ish to me like i've been really comparing my place and I say this not to offend anyone. I think y'all should hang out with more winners so that when people speak of winning, you don't think they bragging. They just speaking of their accomplishments. But I really look at my situation as um, we're still slaves. Like we're still slaving. You have so many people that say, I wish I could do this. And if you stop saying what you wish you could do and start saying what you will do, what you are doing, you could change that narrative. But we never work on our mindsets and that was the basics of this business course i'm putting together um the business writing course i'm putting together for people i think that we should really take back the definition of things for us in our life what are you defining as a business for you what are you defining as work for you what are you defining as living what are you defining as growing in your definition not in what someone has told you you should be you should do you should 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 (laughs) but in your experience in your own words in your mind what are your goals what are your dreams what do you want to be in life how you plan to get there like it doesn't have to be like a definite how-to but it can be a I plan to inspire the world to choose freedom over mental chains and bondage and in return I'd like the universe to bless me in abundance prosperity more gratefulness more thankfulness more self-love more self-care and so many of us have to realize our definition of self-love and self-care and self-awareness i'd be observing myself and sometimes i turn my nose up like yeah (laughs) Mm. and then i have to realize like you can't judge yourself because oftentimes we've been in situations that were out of our control as children and that can even be at school or in the household where we had to do something against our will and they always said it was for our greater good but anything that goes against my happiness is not for my greater good I don't care if I'm a child a dog or an adult like nothing in this world deserves 
your attention if it does not bring you peace if it does not bring you happiness if it does not make you feel good as a person what you're defining as living for yourself if you're telling yourself you have to be in pain for these things if you have to catch hell for these things then are you really yourself are you really living that dream for you it's a disservice to live it for someone else because my goodness let me tell you 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 are magic you are the only one of you you may have a brother or a sister that look like you. You may have a mother, your carbon copy of her face. But every fiber of your being that exists in this realm is yours and yours alone. And that's your magic. That's that's what makes you <laughs> the latest and the greatest. <laughs> and you don't have to cons- compare com- come wet girl (laughs) you don't have to compare yourself to other people to succeed in this world or to make it in your definition of whatever success is you don't have to be the michael jordan or the prince or the beyonce you can be whatever your first and last name is of whatever category you choose because everybody decided that they were going to be the best at whatever it is they were doing and they didn't care how other people saw it. It's either you join me in saying I'm the best or you just get out of my way because you don't exist. If you're focusing on what you prefer, you get more of what you prefer. If you're focusing only on the things that you do not prefer, the things that make you have a negative reaction, the things that bring you chaos and drama, then those are the things that you will continue to get. So, you know, I've been... um I've been thinking a lot lately, and I realized that there aren't really any poor countries in the world. It's just these countries that let people from outside the country come in and buy up the land, and then they buy up the land, and they employ the people of the country, and they pay them mere pennies, just enough to get by. There's people out there making $75 a month, $100 a month, $200 a month, and the people that own the land that's paying them those pennies, they're taking the money back to their home country. They're feeding their home country and building their economic status. And that's how countries like America and, um, that, okay, USA and London, places like that, England, that's how those places flourish because they went to other countries around the world and bought up land for a little or nothing. And they paid the people in those parts of the world a little or nothing to contain their business. And this is how billionaires work. We continue to make celebrities rich as fuck. Celebrities get rich off of you paying for their tickets, you paying for their streams, you paying for their music. You make them rich and then we don't realize that if we in turn did this in our communities and made our local artists, you know, popular and then he got on and brought it back to the neighborhood and we actually took care of each other and took care of our neighborhoods, but we get rich and we forget where we came from. We start spending in places that didn't even want us there in the first place to begin with. We don't create for ourselves by ourselves and I'm not saying this as a race or a nationality. I'm just saying this as a community because there are mixed communities in the world with so many of them now. Everybody's a melting pot now and nobody's really pure anything anymore. So we sh- we should start making things community based to get rid of mass production and that's how we can cancel climate change because it's not from us using plastic or plastic straws it's not going to stop if we take a 5 minute shower it stops from mass production 
mass production is supposed to kill the planet. You too afraid to grow a garden. You too afraid to dig a well and collect rainwater. You won't even build your own house. And the realtor companies across the world, it's the same. Every place you go, you see a Prudential sign or a 21 Century sign or a what's that remax one of those signs everywhere you go and it's weird to me like really weird the way we just let other uh, people go out here and get rich off of our labor and we live in to die people making money just to pay bills but what are you leaving behind for your child what is your legacy what will you have said about you when you're gone will you just be an afterthought or will your name ring bells when you're out of here like who wants to come here and just be a number what what does your dash say about you? Like, yeah, I was born in 88 and died in whatever year, but what does your dash say about you? What will your dash say about you? What will you leave your children? Will they have to work for somebody else because you didn't create a legacy for them? Or will you create a legacy for them? You change the way you think. You heal yourself. You get rid of your generational trauma because you realize that's what's holding you back, right? You can't even think for yourself and control your thoughts because of your trauma. You're letting it get in the way of what you're feeling. You know what I really wish exists? When we were in school, if we had the option where you could teach yourself or you could allow a teacher to teach you. Because so many of us would have thrived better if we were able to teach ourselves. I like learning on my own. I don't like somebody else trying to teach me how to do it. I want to learn it in my own way and in my own experience. And I've always been that way. Like, if the teacher taught a subject, I would go home and create a lesson myself and teach it to my cousins to see if they got it the way I got it. And they'd be like, yeah, I never thought about it like that. Because I think it's more than one type of way to learn instead of just sitting in a classroom, folded over a desk, being quiet and told, do this, do that. And it's really strange how schools and prisons are exactly the same. And we never, ever, ever try to change that. Like, we we just continue to do things as if things will change themselves and it just gets really scary how robotic we've become as a planet because traveling the world like geographically geography geography <laughs> geographically <laughs> geographically traveling the world uh things are exactly the same kids are in uniforms and they say the uniforms are because they don't want the parents to feel i know the child to be bullied and people to un- know that people are poor or not like it's it, people find a way to bully because bullies exist let's work on the bullying let's not focus on the the <laughs> keeping the bullying going in a minor way let's actually focus on the bullying let's fix bullying parents what is going on with my words let's fix bullying parents so we can stop creating bullying children all children are a direct reflection of their parents parents parenting or lack thereof so if you're saying that your child is bad if you're saying that your child is dumb if you're saying that your child is any of the terms you use to describe them you're basically describing yourself you're seeing your own behaviors and you're disliking them because you didn't know how to control them when they were yours. So now you're trying to control them in another human being. And excuse me. Yeah. So if we could fix the parenting, we could fix the children. I really, really, really think that we should really work on de-traumatizing our mothers of the world because even w- the fathers are created from mothers. 
And if we could de-traumatize the mothers because women lead households, most of the things in your house, your mother chose. You were chosen by your mother, possibly more than likely. And your father was chosen by your mother. He didn't choose her. (laughs) So, yeah, like, if we just de-traumatize the women, if we could get women into places of confident beings and put them in places of power and leadership and teach them that they are the head, they've just been led to believe they weren't because of toxic masculinity and then we don't want to discuss that because we say we mention it too much now but don't you realize that when you start hearing things over and over again a mass awakening is happening why would you speak negative about that why not feed it positivity I was so excited to see everybody ready to celebrate Juneteenth and then you see all these ah yeah just like don't do that let's feed ourselves what we want more of and if you don't prefer it don't focus on it because if you focus on things you don't prefer you're gonna get what you don't prefer so let's work on more solutions and less problems I don't know if I mentioned this I think I did I hope I did I need to go back listen to this but um I wrote a book before I die I thought you should know my third book is out now I've written three books in two years (laughs) yeah um recently published my third book I wrote all three books I edited all three books I typed up all three books and self-published all three books through Amazon I um probably didn't do a good job editing because a lot of times I just didn't want to go back and read it I'm not perfect you're not perfect (laughs) but yeah at the end of the day I'll gradually edit it I do gradually edit it I always go back and check stuff and change it up um when I read the book and see a misspelled word or the wrong use of a word myself because I read it often and yeah sometimes I go back and find the misspelled words y'all we need to focus on um our inside our inner being creates our outer being and if you're not focusing on your mindset if you're not focusing on getting to the place that you're trying to go as the person you are you will never get there if you continue to focus on your circumstances we know things in life go bad we're human we know things in life happen to us that are we can't control we're human but don't go with those things you find solutions for them or you don't focus on them at all you focus on what you're trying to get to So if you have a flat tire, you don't stay and dwell on the flat tire. You focus on getting a tow truck there, AAA, someone to change your tire. Or if you know how to change a tire, you focus on changing the tire. You You don't just stand there and focus on that flat tire. So when you start changes changing your focus you start focusing on things that you want more of and they will start magnifying in your life and you want to do positive affirmations because it took us a long time to get to the person we are today we didn't get our coping mechanisms overnight we didn't get our bad habits overnight but we got them and those things created a, a comfort for us like as children we may have been addicted to food or we may have been addicted to 
playing video games or addiction to self-harm or addiction to abusing other people and then as we got older our addiction changed to alcohol and cocaine and heroin we needed something strong because food misery wasn't doing it for us anymore and so when you realize you have these addictions these addictions can cause you your abundance it can cost you your prosperity it can cost you your mental peace it can cost you your freedom so you want to work on those addictions and realize that uh, did I say that right work on your addictions that you can't see a lot of your addictions you can't even see them I had an addiction to chaos and I didn't even want to accept that oh I, I don't like drama and then I realized that I craved drama when my life was peaceful and I didn't understand why and then I start working and observing myself. And I'm like, wow, every time my life is at a, a good place, I find problems. I just create them. So then I had to create affirmations where I was saying to myself, I have no problems. Every morning I wake up, I get on the edge of my bed. And I learned, learned this from Wayne Dyer. I sit on the edge of my bed and I just say thank you over and over again. Thank you for the abundance. Thank you for the freedom. Thank you for the prosperity. Thank you for the financial freedom. Thank you for the mental peace. And I try to focus on things that don't have problems because I, I really don't have no damn problems. I be trying to create them really <laughs> out of thin air. I'll create one for you. <laughs> and that comes from... Uh, I like to speak from experience and I promise my intentions are never to offend people. I just like to tell my story and how I overcame things that bother me. Um, but I could be like sitting at home and my mom would walk in and I have the entire house clean and she like, why my house dirty? And I asked her why it's dirty. She like, it's the paper towel on the table. Okay. Okay. Or I'd be asleep and she'd wake me up. I just need to get up just because like, and and we don't understand. And my mom probably didn't understand at the time that it's those little things that we do that subconsciously teaches a person how life is, what living is, and it keeps you in survival mode until you start observing yourself and realizing that you've inherited this habit, you inherited this trait, and you have to work through it because it didn't take you a couple of days or a couple of weeks to inherit this coping mechanism or this trait. It took you ages. And taking those ages to get that way, you built it. It grew with you it didn't stay the same <laughs> you're either feeding a disease or you're killing a disease and you're either eating to live or you're eating to die like it's one or the other so yeah try to stay in a harmonious balance in between the the, the two extremes ah I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited about this mic because it's going to really help me with my video content for my classes and make sure you can hear. I did a recording yesterday for the business plan class that I'm doing, and um, it was trash. It kept going in and out, and I just was like, wow, I don't like this at all. So that motivated me to get up to go and buy a mic, and then I went out to two stores, and in the second store, I found the mic. She picked it up and handed it to me. She was like, this is what you need. <laughs> And I love this little mic already. It got me talking. You know, I love to talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
in life so many of us like to give we love to give and you have those that love to take if you are a giver this episode was for you (laughs) make sure that you're pouring from an overflow I heard this first from Lisa Nichols and then I put my own spin on it and I ran with it. I saw her live in South Africa and I love that woman's spirit. The energy just moved me. (laughs) But pour from your overflow because when you pour in from half a cup, when you pour in from three-fourths of a cup, you're taking from yourself. You're telling yourself that you don't need to be whole. You don't need to be full. You don't deserve to be whole. You don't deserve to be full. But when you pour from your overflow, you can pour from a place of love. And you're not angry when you're not receiving it back. And you you could, for instance, if you have money, right? If you got $1,000 in your account, you're a little angry if you loan somebody $300 and they don't give it back. But if you have a hundred thousand dollars in your a hundred thousand in your account, you're a little lenient about three hundred dollars to a person you love. But if you're hanging around with broke people that don't want to pay you back, you become that next broke person that can't pay other people back because energy is very contagious and you can't always be the one that's pouring or giving, be it currency, be it knowledge be it love, be it intimacy, be it genuinely, genuinely, whatever, genuinely, whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> but just make sure you pour from your overflow because you deserve to be whole, you deserve to be full, you deserve to be full of yourself. Y'all, the other day I decorated my apartment. I put down rose petals. I lit tea light candles. I cooked an entire meal, set the table, lit the candles, got dressed up, left my apartment, and walked back in like I was going on a date. (laughs) But these are the things that I desire when I'm in a relationship. So I'm creating that frequency for myself because if I don't do it for me, I can't really expect you to do it for me. At night before I go to bed, I massage my feet and I meditate for 15 minutes and I have a conversation with myself about, you know, what I could have improved on and how I'm going to improve and how I want my next day to go and my intentions for, you know, my life and my goals. And I do a little five, 10 minute vision session. I visualize myself traveling to exotic destinations and enjoying myself. And a lot of times people ask me, how do you do things? Just start just start you know when you were a toddler nobody had to tell you how to walk nobody had to tell you how to chew that food nobody had to tell you how to breathe nobody had to tell you how to think all of these things came naturally to you when you were a toddler you became whole before you came into this world every inch of you was created in the womb before you came out you didn't rush out you didn't get a pinky and be like, this is all I need. I'm out of here. You didn't get your brain and in your spine and be like, I can create the rest when I get out. You got it all. And you have to give yourself time. Time is an illusion. 
but I'm going to use time because that's what we say. Give yourself the time, create the space for yourself to exist and make sure you're letting yourself know that I deserve abundance. Living in lack does not serve me anymore. Survivor mode was cool. It was a coping mechanism. Because if I'm in survival mode trying to give, then the person I'm giving to is about in survival mode too. And we enabling our survival mode. We need to be discussing these investments and how to create a better life for ourselves. And how we don't have to borrow from each other anymore until our cups are full. If your cup is not full, you're telling yourself you don't deserve a full cup. You deserve to give from whatever level you're at and deplete yourself because the other person is more deserving than you. It's okay to say no and still have the best intentions at heart for them. You, you're just unable. It's okay to be unable. But if you are able, that means you have an overflow. That means your cup is full. You're great. You could do with or without it, whether it's coming back or not. Love on yourself. Treat yourself. Date yourself. Befriend yourself. Parent yourself. Start studying up on your health and learning about how to make your own medicine. Y'all, I'm reading this book called um, Death by Prescription Drugs. It's by a doctor. Y'all, this book is so good. Uh, the book is good. I want to start a book club because of all the good books I've been reading lately. I picked up a couple of them. Um, I'm reading this book. I read it. This book called This Is Us by Joyce Maynard. Oh, the book was amazing, y'all. It's a love story about how she found love in her 50s and then he got pancreatic cancer. And um, the love story of his journey through pancreatic cancer and his death and how it changed her and made her uh realize a lot of things in life and reading a book made me realize that we don't realize that at 19 and 20 and 25 and 32 that the things that we're ingesting is what our 60 year old body and our 70 year old body is going to be built of so if we continue to eat processed food and fried food and we say oh everybody gotta die yeah but don't you want to live every day you're here I want to live every day I only want to die one day and that's physically because I've died several times mentally and spiritually and recreated myself and reinvented myself and learned something new and tried something new and became someone else to be a better Christina I've also been a worse Christina (laughs) I've been a toxic Christina uh, and that I'll tell you I've lived fully every version of myself that I was and I used to resent and be angry at the person I used to be but then I had to start loving and embracing her so that I can love and embrace the woman that I'm becoming and loving and embracing the woman I've become I've been I'm becoming taught me that the woman who I used to be did the best with what she could at the time because So many of us didn't have the guidance to get where we are in life, but we made it there because of those coping mechanisms that kept us afloat. Because of that alcoholism that almost took you out, but then you finally realized that alcohol wasn't the answer. Because of that eating addiction that got you um, 
uh, gastric, uh, what is it, gastritis, or, you know, that eating addiction that got you cancer, or that eating addiction that have you addicted to processed food, or meat, or, you know, like, that self-sabotaging that, that got you so low that you, you didn't know what to do, but you just knew what you knew, and those coping mechanisms, they don't serve you anymore, but they did serve you at one time, and the more attention and energy you feed what used to serve you, the more it'll manifest in your life. And I had to realize that I couldn't feed anger because I was anger whenever I was angry. I identified as it. I couldn't feed my broke mindset because if I did, I, I was brokenness. I had no resourcefulness. So I had to learn to be resourceful. And learning to be resourceful is uh, learning a hustle that could potentially six months from now, one year from now, be perfected and create you the currency status that you want, the financial status that you I said currency status, the financial status that you want, the frequency that you want to live on. And working on your network and your net worth is really important because you have to realize you have to realize that if you don't define yourself for you, someone else will define you. And you'll start living up to images that other people have created of you in their head. You'll start going to job interviews and doing what you think that they want to see. You'll start showing up to family functions and living up to who grandma wants you to be, who mama wants you to be, who auntie wants you to be. And you put on all these facades and you'll lose yourself. So you want to work on your network and your net worth. To work on these things, you work on your mindset and to work on your mindset you start observing yourself and seeing yourself for who you are and don't judge yourself nor accept the behavior just see it because you're human and it's possible for all of us if it's possible for one of us it's possible for all of us to pick up toxic traits as well as positive traits so just observe yourself and only give from your overflow don't give from your cup until it's your overflow otherwise you're depleting your battery and a lot of y'all more stingy with your iphone charger than you are with your energy and your mental peace you hang out with people just because you need people in your life and that's the story you told yourself you need these people in your life sometimes being alone is better than being with a bunch of people so you can actually decipher your thoughts and understand who you are as a person because when I say energy is contagious, if you hang out with a broke person, either you're going to become the next broke person or you're going to inspire them to become the next rich person. It's a 50-50 chance. And not everybody are willing candidates. And it's not your job to mold or shape anyone else. You can try to influence by just being yourself abundantly, unapologetically. But if your influence don't work, then you have to walk away from them hold space for them but don't stay there with them because you deserve the life that you want for yourself regardless of the attachment to human beings you've gotten in this world just because you've attached yourself to that human because of the title you've given them does not necessarily mean that human is good for you work on the humans you choose to bring into your life work on who you're choosing to call friend the definition of friend used so loosely i 
I watch reality TV. I told y'all I crave chaos. I don't, I'm trying to work on that addiction now. And watching reality TV, and they put the old episodes of Real Housewives of Atlanta on Netflix, and you see how the, Nene has not grown as a person whatsoever. Like, she's real toxic, and she make everything about her. And watching her character, I saw a lot of myself like the old person I used to be in her like she'll create her storm and then she'll cry because it's raining or she'll be mean to a person and then she'll just like oh you know I didn't mean it like that but that doesn't mean that they didn't take it like that and you're not responsible for what you say but you are responsible for your relationships and if you continue to apologize and do the same thing that's manipulation and just to watch these shows and see how we're not promoting healthy relationships and healthy mental peace and freedom and abundance and prosperity and how to get your mind right. We just promote like, well, she a go getter and she a boss because she making money. But what about loving, caring and changing the narrative and becoming what we wish to see in this world and stop letting somebody else decide for us who we are i'm so tired of seeing people say it's because of this person they set us back this amount of years that doesn't define me or the whole um it's because of patriarchy well if we stop feeding into these societal stereotypes then they'll stop existing but we feed into them and we victimize ourselves. And because of this, I can't do that. No. You've chosen to put yourself in the box of that this so that you can't do that. Stop excusing your fear. You fear you'll be judged. You care what people think of you. Why? What they eat don't make you shit. And vice versa. So start doing what make you happy. Do what you love. Do what you're passionate about. Start getting in touch with the child in you. When we were children, our imagination was so amazing. And somewhere our imagination got fucked up. We can't imagine anymore. Like the only thing we can imagine is bad things happening to us. And that's just how traumatized we are as a people. People really make up scenarios in their head of arguments. Like you know how common that is. But you don't hear people talking about how they manifested their goals on a mass level how they use their imagination to create this that and the third for themselves let's make that the normal let's normalize using our imagination to visualize a goal so in depth that we smelled it and it came the next day that's just how good we became at imagining and manifesting what we want in our life because we're really good at bringing that argument or aggressiveness into our life. We can attract that real quick. And then we'd be concerned how we get into it with the lady at Taco Bell. Well, you asked for this. You practiced for it in the shower, remember? And the whole, like, the rap artist. Y'all, I was listening to a Lil Wayne song. And I really like Lil Wayne as an artist. But he has not evolved. He's still that 15-year-old Lil Wayne. When do we start holding rappers and entertainment industry celebrities people whatever word you want to use to describe them accountable Lil Wayne has spoken out against the Black Lives Matter movement but in his song he's still talking about killing and robbing niggas 
sir you're either against us or you're against us there is no in between here we see what you're doing here and it's just i i'm I don't agree with protesting. I, I see how protesting got us now. Like, for 50 years, I'm not going to stay in a relationship with a man for 50 years and he's cheated on me the first 50 years. I see what you did for me the first 50. I'm out of this bitch. I like my mental peace. And to see what protesting, we, we say protesting got us far, but did it really get us far? It got us pacified. We get pacified. So I don't want to pacify. I want change. And in order to get change, we have to change how we're dealing with it. Because we see what protesting got us. We see what voting got us. He, it, the craziest thing to me, they they like, oh, you know, things have really changed in America. It was really bad for people. And you should be thankful for people like MLK and da-da-da-da. What, what. Okay, yeah, I'm thankful for them. I appreciate these, whatever you want to call them. But is it really a right if it can be taken from me? Is it really a right? And laws are just suggestions upheld by belief in them because is it is it really a law if the police can get away with it are they not human when they put on that uniform did it make them some type of alien or something that i didn't know about they aren't held to the same standards we are i don't understand it and so yeah like but but the, the, the artist the, the song um living right I, I like the beat the beat's amazing and then he gets to rapping and it gets really hard when you start educating and awakening yourself to listen to music and enjoy it without listening to the lyrics i used to could listen to the beat and ignore future and Lil wayne now when i listen to their words i'm just like wow it is some really uneducated individuals that we've made millionaires and it was all off our ignorance. Like, how could you still rap about killing and 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 setting up and doing all of this to niggas? Like, let's change the narrative. Let's rap about how you could sell 20 stock and make a band in an hour. Let's rap about how you could use your imagination to visualize a millionaire's future let's rap about how we could work on creating generational wealth let's rap about how we could start a military or let's rap about how we could love on one another in country music and they got some amazing music over there in that genre i like it in a lot of other genres not just country music now that i think about it in a lot of other genres they don't have to rap about killing and robbing each other they rap about how heartbroken they are we used to sing and rap about how heartbroken we were and then we started hating one another we internalized the hate that we were getting from others and started joining the club of hate and we have to understand where we come from and who our families are and start reaching back using our money to make our circumstances different just because we were born in poverty doesn't mean we have to rap about staying in poverty or just the poverty we could rap about how poverty started for us and then how poverty changed us and influenced and motivated us to be better and then how the poverty pushed me so far forward that i became a millionaire with it and then rap about your millionaire status how you a millionaire you still rapping about trap stuff are you sure you're a millionaire or are you still in the trap? Are you lining your raps out here in these streets? Tell me now.